0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Wednesday, April 20th. Sure does feel like life is returning to something like what normal was before the pandemic, as mask mandates are being lifted. The most high-profile? Masks are no longer required on flights or at airports. And here in the Bay Area, while mask mandates remain in place on public transit, there are varying disjointed messages of when you should and when you must wear a mask on a bus or train. Bart says that while its mask requirement is still technically in place, they're no longer strictly enforcing passengers to wear one, while Muni and Caltrain are still requiring passengers to mask up if you're gonna ride so is it time to just do away with masks altogether and what would the impact of unmasking in the tight confines of planes trains and buses have on case counts and new infections joining me with answers is dr monica gandhi professor of medicine and associate division chief of the division of hiv and infectious diseases at ucsf in san francisco Uh, No one else I wanted to talk to, especially after the news came down that the judge had uh, overruled the Biden administration. So let's just jump right into it right now. And first, Dr. Gandhi, give us a picture of where we are with infections, new infections right now in the Bay Area.
1: So we're doing pretty well. I work at San Francisco General, and we have one person in the hospital with COVID. We have very low rates of severe disease. Our cases are going to go up and down with the variants and also with how much we test, right? Because some people are testing, not recording it. Some people are testing, recording. But our, that's how we're looking at hospitalizations, and they're very low right now. Very grateful for that.
0: And are we at the point now where we're safe enough— enough of us are vaccinated or have had the disease and, and have moved on from it, whatever the case may be. Are we safe enough now that perhaps doing away with mask requirements altogether makes sense?
1: Well, I do think that we are because essentially let's think about what was the purpose of masks or any of these, what are called non-pharmaceutical interventions, including lockdowns, capacity limits. They were to keep our hospital safe. We Mm -hmm. need good hospital capacity at this point. With our, especially in our highly vaccinated Bay Area, not only our hospital capacity is, is very safe, we have lots of room to cover other things, but importantly, our rates of COVID-19 are lower than what we see typically with influenza. That was shown in the UK. Um, quite recently with their high rates of vaccination. The risk of getting sick from COVID is lower than that from influenza. We don't like to compare those, but we do after vaccination and we have high rates of vaccination here.
0: Yeah. So on that note, one of your colleagues, uh, Dr. Peter Chin Hung, in San Francisco Chronicle, there were a couple of quotes from him that kind of stood out to me, not necessarily alarmist, but just kind of painting a picture that we probably have had more infections than have been reported because of the influx of home testing, right? So if someone may test positive at home and be responsible, quarantine themselves for five days, whatever the case may be, uh, recover and be good to go, and that data doesn't show up in the in the public records, right? is that yes. something to be concerned about or does it cuz to me what i hear when when i hear that isn't alarmism it's that we know that if we get a test we're we're all grown ups here we know okay let's let me quarantine for 5 days see what my symptoms are right. like and then move forward is that accurate
1: Indeed, I'd go the opposite of the alarm in the sense that mm. there are probably a lot more cases um, than we think, right? Because we don't have a national health service, so we don't actually record our cases if we test at home. But our hospitalization staying so low means the denominator could even be higher with cases, but our rate of severe disease is so low. I really want to stress that. I work yeah. in a hospital, one person in the hospital. With COVID.
0: That's amazing.
1: Amazing. It's, it's wonderful rates of vaccination in the Bay Area.
0: Okay. So on transit specifically, being packed all together, right, in planes, buses, commuter trains, uh, are you concerned that going maskless could lend itself to a spike in positive cases in the weeks and months to come?
1: So I'm actually not because I happen to have looked at the data pretty cleanly. So I just I got really interested in masks at the beginning because it was kind of all we could do. And so I um, I wrote a lot about masking and mm-hmm. I've been following the mask literature extremely closely. So, by the way, has everyone in the public and you can see that mask mandates, for example, uh, let's take just take here in California during our Delta surge. Some uh, counties put back mask mandates. Some didn't. They'd be side by side, like Los Angeles and Orange County. And um, if they had equal rates of vaccination, there were equal rates of cases and hospitalization. So it didn't seem to make a difference after vaccination. Why is that true? Because we're all wearing different types of masks. There's cloth. One's off the nose. One's over here. Someone's, you know, screaming over here. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, you you are not all wearing N95s if we're well in the hospital. So um, we haven't seen the mask mask. mandate. especially with the variety of masks we work, we use work. And there's really good ventilation both on planes and importantly subways. All that air, you know how you're like filling all that air in the subway? Yeah. That is really great at ventilation. So I'd go with the ventilation. If you want to wear a mask, there are absolutely masks that are more protective by the physical science studies. Those are N95s, KN95s, FFP2s, KF94s, double masks. Go ahead and wear that mask. They'll protect you more, but it's one way masking. It's an individual choice. And I think we should go with that right now in the
0: United States. And my last question for you, doctor, is on the variant front. Are are we continuing to see variants like Omicron and more recently BA2 that are more contagious but less virulent? And so if we do have another variant that starts to rear its head in the weeks and months to come, is it going to follow that same trajectory?
1: Well, we don't know, but you're right. The offshoots of BA2 are their little sister offshoots. But I'll say this really I would really turn, have everyone go to the WHO website and look at their March 30th plan that really tells us how we're going to deal with variants in the future. And it was brilliant. They basically said we need to get out of the emergency phase of the pandemic. We're at the lowest death rate we've been with COVID 19 in over two years. We're doing really well. Three possible scenarios. One, Right now, called base scenario. If you are vulnerable, you should get boosted, but not everyone. Second, if we get at least a less virulent variant that's more transmissible, probably no one will need boosting. And third, worst case scenario, if we do get a worse and more virulent variant, we're all going to need a boost of the vaccine. Yeah. Very clean, very simple. We have the tools, we know what to do.
0: It is so nice to follow the trajectory of the conversations we've had over these many many months as they just get a little bit more positive and positive
1: yeah vaccines immunology immunity work two years in so much of us have immunity now
0: awesome great information as always that's why i wanted to reach out dr gandhi thank you thank you man thank you for listening new episodes of bay current are out every day and we'd love to be part of your daily routine You can subscribe to us on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, you name it, just about anywhere you listen. And we're on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.